Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, that's right. We're glad you could join us. It's time to sit back, get comfortable, talk about some weird stuff, just chill for a while. Welcome to After Hours with the Rise Guys. Here's Madman at 9. Yes, sir. Jimmy Jack Jackie. No, oh, Matthew. How it is? It's all right. How are you? Doing well. I was just going to say, I I used to hate that theme song, and now with it sped up like that, I like it. But I'm just thinking of that bass player, the arthritis that he would have. Oh, yeah. He's going to be hurting. He's going to be burning it up. God. Oh, that'd be tough. Yeah. I bet top rider people, uh, typists, they would be called. Yeah. That sounds sexist to say. Typewriter people. Typewriter people. Mm-hmm. Uh, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. It is After Hours with the Rise Guys. I'm Matt Man. I'm Nine. And we welcome you. Welcome to into another episode of After Hours with the Rise Guys. Now in our second year of doing this. Oh, season two. Yeah. Yeah. And to those of you that uh, supported this since day one, we say thank you. Thank you much. Appreciate you. Uh, for those who have not... You have time to make up, so what you can do is like this episode, look down at your screen, hit that little gimmick, mm-hmm. uh, share it out. That's the thing that's got the the uh, arrow pointing up. You send yeah. that out. Share it out. Let people know you like it. Tell people about it. And uh, listen to it. And then listen to some, if you like this one, listen to some of the old ones. There's some good stuff. Yeah. And to be honest, as, as we always say, Jimmy exposes this, uh, that's how we get paid. Yeah, it is. It really is. So, uh, thank you. And leave a comment, you know, especially if it's a good one. Yeah. But I'm, I can't uh, legally encourage you to leave a, a positive one. No, we just prefer to. those. Yeah. Um, but anyway, thank you for listening so much. We do appreciate it. We'll we'll do our uh, our promos at the end for our social media. That's fine, yeah. Because I was thinking that if we do it at the beginning, then people are going to run and go look for them and maybe zone out a little bit. Mm-hmm. So if we do it at the end, then we've probably riled them up or something was said for them to then want to contact us. They might be mad enough to say something. Or just pleasantly happy. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, all right. You said you have something that you want to uh, lay on me. I hope it was something for the podcast. <laughs> well, there's two things in that case. Ah. Uh, yeah, I posted... All right, let's a, do the podcast thing first. I posted a thing on uh, on Snapchat earlier, uh, four hours ago, said, uh, what do you want us to talk about on After Hours this week? Yeah, just see if anybody had any great ideas. I don't remember who. It was maybe Matt Alton or Blake Sellers or this RP writer or somebody. One of these guys on here um, had an idea and uh, wanted us to talk about uh, our hobbies outside of doing what we do for a living, like our non-radio hobbies. Because people consider our job a hobby, and it kind of is, more so than a job. 
mean? Sometimes it turns into a job. But we like it when it's like a hobby. Hmm. <clears throat> hmm. And obviously we have lives. Uh, we only do this. I mean, today we'll be here for like, what, six, six and a half hours total? Somewhere in there, that range. Yes. About six, I'd say. About six hours. Yeah, but like dog years uh, with brain thinking, that equates to about 24 hours a day. Yeah. Yeah, so we put in about six hours uh, today, and then the rest of the week we put in about four and a half hours most days. Yeah. At, here at the, the office, the building. The office. Yeah. So we have a lot of spare time to pursue things such as hobbies. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, where do I... Well, you start it off. Let you peel the onion back, Jimmy, because I... I well, just start like our number one, like a number one outside of here hobbies. Well, I've got I've got a mini hobby, and so if time gets to it, then I'll talk about it. But you I want to see where the the more mainstream stuff goes. You have a mini hobby. I have many a hobby. It'll work out fine. Well, I meant like one. I, I want to call it a hobby. Yet I've just been oh. something all my life, but I keep going back to. So then I realized I really like this. I should probably do it. Yeah, or you feel pushed to do it, even though you don't really like it. One of those. Nothing to do with my sexuality. I'll okay. let you know. Okay. Spoiler alert. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, nothing's changed there. What like when? I, okay, let, let's do this thing. This would be maybe be kind of a, a good way to take advantage of the fact we're real life best friends. Mm-hmm. When I think of you as far as a hobby, I want to say that you have a hobby of watching horror movies. Yeah, yeah, I love horror movies. I love movies a lot. Horror movies in particular would be my favorite. Yeah, I love them. I, I see those are the I seek those out ones I haven't seen before, old ones and stuff that I want to see, like real messed up ones. I seek them out and watch them, and I, that's that, one of my favorite things. Horror movies. Real okay, define real messed up. Um, I, I I think I know what you mean by that, but you mean stuff that's taboo. Yeah, yeah, yeah stuff maybe stuff like Cannibal Holocaust movies like that. Tell me the plot. Um, well, it's a. a Film crew, a documentary film crew, disappears in the jungles of South America, going to uh, speak with some indigenous tribes, try to do some documentary stuff. Was it Argentina? Um, no, I don't remember. It was further south. Than there. Or no, further north than Argentina. Like, more in the thick of the Amazon. I assume Brazil, probably. There's some rumors, sure. Yeah. Um, but anyway, and there's these uh, cannibal tribes and whatnot in there, tribes rumored to be into cannibalism. So uh, this professor from NYU, I believe, maybe Columbia, some New York University, he goes down there and he's traipsing through the jungle with some guys, like some armed badass kind of guys, trying to find them. And uh, it winds up recovering their their film cans after making contact with some of these tribes. Um, and then you get to see what they were really up to, who they really were, and what actually happened to them through that. Man, it's it really it's. Is I it mean, like Blair Witch? No, 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 not at all. You see what happens, and there's definitely the clear clear cut good and bad here. But uh, it, it's a better movie than it really has any right to be, considering it's called Hannibal, Cannibal Holocaust and how graphic in nature a lot of the violence is. But really, it's it, it, there's a message to it, and it's an interesting film. Well, it's partly the title, I think. Yeah, is. yeah, the title's definitely there to grab your attention and let you know what you're in for. But it's, yeah, but it also isolates it so it's much. It's far deeper than you would imagine. It's one of those movies where the director was briefly held on murder charges because he thought he was really killing people on film. Yeah. Uh, it came out in like 1980 in Italy. Okay. It's in English. Yeah. No subtitles. I was just going to say, like, in, in, you know, no, I'm just observing the language. Like, the word Holocaust is, by definition, it's, you know, what it is, yeah. but it's attributed to just one particular one. Yeah. And I remember there was a time when they would say, don't even say nuclear Holocaust. Yeah. Because that's not fair. Well, because nuclear mainly. Okay. Well, whatever <laughs> you want to say. I just mess with you, man. But yeah, that's okay. So I, I, I 
But you love horror movies. Are you? Uh, and I know that we will go and and uh, represent uh, a, a local uh, haunted attraction, which is really really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but are you really into like horror uh, haunted houses, all that? I'm not. I mean, not especially. I'm not into like you know ghost hunting. I, I like creepy yeah, locations yeah. and creepy stories and stuff where the, things where stuff happened. Like I haven't been, but I always want to go to the uh, that that uh, hard labor park in Georgia where they filmed Friday the Thirteenth Part Six. What's stopping? I mean, what's stopping? I'll join you. I'd love to see that. The last time I almost went, then uh, the weekend I was going to go, they brought in a bunch of uh, fresh COVID patients off one of those cruise ships last Ah, last spring, right when the pandemic was first kicking in. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what stopped me the last time I wanted to go. Have you seen COVID ship zombies yet? No. It's really good, I've heard. I don't like those ripped from the headlines horror movies. They're always just not good in any of the bad ways. Uh, You're hating on Sharknado again. Yeah, it's just not not, (laughs) good. It isn't even bad good. It just isn't good. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, anything else to say? You, I know that you don't necessarily. Cause one would assume that because you're so much into horror, you collect horror art. That's hard to say. Horror, horror art. Yeah. Horror art. Yeah, I have some horror art. Some of my pop art is a horror movie themed, and I have uh, a little bit of stuff here or there. Reminder: Make the title of this one horror art, etc. Just so I can have fun with that on I'll the other try. show. Yeah. Horror art. I'll try to remember that. It's like urban, r- rural juror. You're going to have to remind me to remember that. Horror art. Um, yes. Uh, you don't, I feel like you don't care for the convention style stuff because one would assume if you're into horror, you're into all that. You're not. No, I like horror movies, man. I don't like going and dressing up hundreds of miles away from home. Uh, usually in the middle of summertime, walking around like Midtown Atlanta on Labor Day weekend for Dragon Con, so I can stand in line for two hours, so I can meet some dude for thirty seconds. That ain't my thing. Do you think that being in radio has kind of messed with that a little bit? Meaning, and not that you're like this, but one would assume the brain would kind of go this way that people wait in line to see me now. So why am I going to wait in line? With the same people to meet this person. Well, at least gives you the thing like, well, man, I've had some access to some places and I kind of don't feel like I should wait in these lines because I've had the experience of doing these things occasionally (laughs) without having to wait in these lines. And once you've done it that way, you ain't going to wait in line anymore. You know, I just, man, I can't think of anybody I would wait in line to meet for 30 seconds. Like nobody. Wow. Uh... But that's also goes with. Well, and then yes. when you're a kid, absolutely you will. But the older you get, the less likely you are to wait in oh, line to meet some some bitch somewhere. I'm the same way. I attribute it to partly the radio access we've had, and fully like not taking advantage of that. But there's been times when we've wanted to like meet somebody that it's you know been taken care of mm-hmm. or whatever. But yeah, um, I think also uh, too is now you kind of just see the backside of that experience of that you're waiting in line for all that just for that brief moment. Yeah. And if social media didn't exist, that wouldn't even be a thing as much as it is. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, it's just a thing to go stand in line so you can show off the pictures on your IGs and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, that's not that ain't my thing. I love horror movies. I love the stories. Um, but yeah, I don't, uh, I don't get into the conventions and I don't collect a lot of the memorabilia. I have some T-shirts to wear and some paintings that I've had my buddies do and I've paid them for commissioned works. Yes. That's about it, though, for my yeah. horror stuff. Horror. Horror. What was the word again? Horror art. Horror art. Horror art. I'm going to, for real, horror art. make a note while we talk about that. Yeah. All right, so uh, fish one out of me, and then we can fill in the gaps, or maybe this will go further than we even imagined. Well, where would you like to begin? You've had so many. The, the well, one you asked me about maybe draw the first the, one that comes to mind. Maybe. The one that's most obvious to me would be uh, general memorabilia. 
Because you're into all that collectible stuff. I mean, you collect stuff across a wide spectrum of collectibles, not just sports cards, but a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, you like memorabilia. You've had movie memorabilia, sports memorabilia, all kind of memorabilia. Well, I, you know, it's uh, the interesting thing to that. Again, you talk about getting older and how you look back at your life and all this stuff. There's a, a two easy attributions to that. One is that when I became what my grandpa called, in his words, not mine, baseball card aficionada. Aficionada. Um, that when the Greenville News did a story uh, about my collection, mm-hmm. I forget how many I had. I got the article. Trust me. My mom has probably got a dozen of them. It looked like roughly a shit ton. Well, it was maybe even more than that, but it was several uh, monster boxes. But okay. They did an article about me. It's talking about like whatever age I was, 15, and I had all these cards. And then uh, the Greer Citizen picked up on it, and they mm-hmm. wanted to interview me. And then when Cal Ripken Jr. broke uh, Lou Gehrig's record, Greenville News came back and wanted to look at my Lou Gehrig stuff. And your and Billy Ripken stuff. They didn't want to touch that. Oh, yeah. But I remember the <laughs> on the first one, <laughs> and this is true, how everybody in my family was so proud of me. Yeah. Like – my mom cut it like again. She's I guarantee you has a dozen of them still, but she bought a couple and cut it out and put it on the bulletin board at church. Yeah, and you know it sounds silly, but you have to think this is young me thinking, and it's like it was it it kind of was like okay, so this is what I got to do to kind of you know I wasn't getting it the accolades from schoolwork. I yeah. wasn't getting it from you know maybe my activities in church yeah and you weren't getting it from just the fact that athletics they didn't appreciate the collection in itself until somebody else appreciated it outside and then they're like, oh okay this might not have made sense to them then all of a sudden oh wow that must be something to be proud of then kind of like radio and even then it wasn't about the collection it was about the fact that you were in the paper it had nothing to do with your collection or what got you in the paper just the fact that you're in the paper look at you yeah and it warps the damn young mind man yeah. it does i'm it, telling you what it really did so whatever number it was that i hit with that milestone uh, i remember it like pushed me more and uh but then it really you know it's it's just like anything else i realized that if i was this baseball card aficionada then uh, i use it to my advantage and i started making stupid money with them mm-hmm. and i mean i'll tell you like i've been married before my first marriage wedding and furniture in a house paid for through baseball cards yeah. every last one of it and i was doing them so young baseball card shows pre-internet that my dad would drive me to hotels, you know, at the the conference rooms or ballroom or whatever, and he'd either stay in the car and or you know, or he'd come in and sit with me. But one night we came back from one. It was in Hendersonville, and I was sitting there counting my money. Mm-hmm. And uh, I looked at up at him and like like Mister. I think he said I had the Mister. Bill face, like oh yeah. And uh, he's like, and I told him how much it was, was thirty six hundred bucks, and he was like, good God, yeah. Uh, so it's this st- where it transcends hobby and gets to be part time job. I, 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 yeah, 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 to it, yeah. But it's it's weird. So I've had time to think about like why was I really I wasn't really into sports per se. Yeah. I was into I, I loved sports, but I wasn't like. But then I I can tell you the stats and blah blah blah. You weren't watching the games necessarily. Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. I, but I could tell you all the stats, and it was from studying the back of the baseball cards. Yeah. Thus, when I really stopped hardcore collecting them, 
it what I blame it on the strike of, in baseball in the nineties, mm-hmm. but it's really because I quit collecting cards hardcore. Yeah, I guess so. And so sense. it's so I it's weird though as a man to say yeah I was really never into sports and keeping up with stats until I could make money off of it. Yeah, I don't know. It makes me. It's weird. Like, was it ever really my hobby, or was I just chasing some kind of like? I don't know. I mean, I'm not like trying to pussify this right now, no, but it's, it's a weird saying, kind of thing. Because it, it definitely strikes me too that I mean, because there's something about a hobby that is something you love enough that you pursue it and lose money on it. Yeah, right. That's part of the at least for the first three years. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. But but to your point though is. Think about it. My, you know, and again, I've been through therapy and I have ways that I've learned to identify things. And this has not even been one that's ever been covered. So I'm kind of using this as a therapy moment. Mm-hmm. I'll give you 50 bucks. Uh, uh, not you listening, but nine oh, specifically. Thank you. Uh, I'll split it with the listeners. My mom, from cutting it out and putting it on the bulletin board at church, which the church, everything in our life was, we don't. You, you don't want to do this because what if someone from the church saw it and you're misrepresenting something like, mm-hmm. you know, parking near a liquor store or something. Um, but the fact that she approved it for the church to look at it and say, yes, this is a victory. And then my dad, and not by his own bad reason, but I was like, how much do you make, Matthew? I was like, $3,600. And he like, I feel like he just slammed his hand down like, wow, like. We should do this, and it was like yeah. approval, approval. This is what my hobby is. Yeah, because well, when you grow up with, with old Southern parents, you, you through no ill will or ill intention, they have a way of discouraging you. Anything you like, anything you want to do, they they just they they have a way of discouraging it somehow in subtle ways. Yes, unless it's something they really understand, like this is in the newspaper, so it must be good, or you made money off this, so it must be good. But outside of that. If it's just something you like, well, either they don't understand it or they think it's dumb or they discourage you from doing it. And not because they mean to, it's just how they are. Yeah. But it's very subtle the way they discourage you, but it's it's something that, that man, I mean, a lot of people listening or growing up around here will understand what I'm saying with that. Oh, yeah. And, it, yeah, it's not, it's like uh, we've always made the joke about we're fat because we wanted to keep our grandmas happy because they'd get pissed if you didn't have seconds. Yeah. And so I say I blame her. Yeah, for, for my obesity. Yeah, but also a bunch of people who grew up like dirt poor sharecroppers and stuff, and there's a lot of food insecurity, and they all got fat, and they made everybody else fat around them. Oh, true. Hey, I was going to say real quick on a, the backwards little gimmick here. Yeah. Waiting in lines, paying for autograph experiments, and all that stuff. Yeah. Actually, let's break here, and yep. I'll come back and tell you that. Remind me, it's about Jason. Good timing. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So, you okay, the time that, remember we had Kane Hodder on the show around Halloween time? Yeah. By phone. Yeah. He was on our morning show, The Rise Guys. Uh, I go to take my child to Walker Stalker Con. This was when Walking Dead was, uh, you know, I know it's still on, but at its prime. Mm-hmm. I had a whole convention in Lalana uh, celebrating and having all these vendors there. Take my kid to go meet Carl. Yeah, I forget what that. Coral, hundred bucks, something, something photo like op, that. and autograph. Yeah. Stupid. From Walking Dead, little boy. But I see Kane Hodder sitting there. He's yeah. at the Walker Stalker Con. He's got the hockey mask. He played. You'll have to remind me, Jason. He played Jason in uh, part seven, eight, nine X. No, but I meant the last name Voorhees. Yeah. No, I was, you're right. Um, he's there, and I what I didn't necessarily want his autograph, but yeah. I wanted to say hello to him because he had been on the show. Yeah. So I was like, hey, uh, Kane, uh, I'm Matt, man. You were on the Rise Guys Morning Show. And he remembered because he said, yeah, Greenville. And I was like, okay, yeah. Invited me over to come sit by the table and talk with him. Not only did I get a picture with him, he gave me a freaking hockey mask and autographed it to me and wrote down all these different little quotes on there. And I got that for free. Yeah. That was awesome. That is good. I don't know why. I'm not gloating. I just... No, you like to rub that in my face. I do not. I like to rub things in your face, but it has nothing to do with hockey masks. You do. But... Hold that over my head. No. uh, That said, though, the the good... Not that those were bad things, Mm -hmm. uh, meaning the sport... Because I got the benefits of... Still to this day, I, I somehow make money off sports cards. Yeah. But I attribute... All of that to, uh, I you know, I've said this a thousand times. You probably know where I'm going. But where I worked part-time is where I met the mother of my child. Yeah, the uh, baseball card shop. You met her working across the way. Yeah, so in my bent mind, that, you know, that's what led me there. Because there would have been no other way that would have happened. Yeah, but even then, you're working there. So is it really a hobby if you're working there? But I loved. I was so passionate about it. It's called the hobby. But if it's if you're working, is it a hobby? But I loved it. I, I loved I know, it. That's where that's where I'm confused on it. Where I don't get if it's a hobby. I mean, I just don't know. There's a line somewhere between because you know every kid who plays everybody who plays baseball for like thirty million dollars a year grew up as a kid who loved playing baseball, and then eventually, it, like now, it certainly isn't that because they're major league ball players making millions. Not that you did that. But. Oh no, no, we lived in easily. That house. <laughs> Not that there's anything bad with that, but you know. I love Easley. At the time, Easley's awesome. Easley's booming right now, in yeah. fact. The, uh, the 4 0, especially. Yes, I've heard that the, everyone's going there. Yeah. Um, all right, another <laughs> one on you. Sport, I mean, yeah, memorabilia, all that. Uh, mm-hmm. I still collect some of that, but it's like really, like I got my Ric Flair autographed boot and my Sting autographed boot, wrestling boot. Yeah. You've witnessed both of those. If I ever try to sell them, I'm going to need a certificate of authenticity oh, from yeah, me. Yeah. Uh, As a witness, yeah, man. I mean, uh, I, everybody. Well, I mean, definitely pro wrestling is a hobby of mine. Not doing it, but following it, studying it, watching it, being somewhat of a, a historian of my lifetime of it. But uh, oh man, my dogs are definitely like my my number one hobby, probably day to day, as far as thing I spend the most time with time on. 
Have you figured out a way to monetize them? No. <laughs> I lose a lot of money on them dogs with treats and food. They both eat expensive food. Yeah, but look at the, the love that you uh, they give you. Yeah. You ain't yeah. losing. Plus, I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm single. I don't have any kids, so I can afford $200 worth of dog food and treats every month. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not, that's not that big a deal if you don't have kids and you're single. Yeah, but kudos to you for recognizing you don't want kids. Like yeah. so many people get brainwashed with oh, they, that thing of, oh, I have to, or else I'm, well, no. Yeah, they figure out the hard way they didn't want kids too, some of them. You say, you know, everything happens for a reason. Well, maybe that's that's your reason. Yeah, but yeah, my dogs, uh, I wouldn't say that just, you know, dogs in general, I don't go out trying to rescue dogs. They're both mine kind of are rescues in a sense. I got the one from the dog food plant near the home, and then I got the other one from uh, well, a guy I used to, to buy weed from. Um, Get uh, it from the dog food plant? Yeah, Marshall came from the dog food plant where he was a taste tester. Yeah. Man, are you still working a bit with that? No, it's I, uh, Dude, when you've said that on the other show, I swear that I thought that was just... Some, I thought it was you adopted. I did, from a dog food plant. Dog food plants adopt dogs? Well, the, the the pet food company is like an international corporation. It's a big company, but they get all these. They have all these different breeds of dogs and mixed breeds, and they have cats down there too. And uh, they they get all the dog food in from all the big manufacturers of dog food, and they have these dogs taste test their new recipes and new products and stuff to see how they do with it. But German shepherds, like my dogs, oftentimes have sensitive stomachs, so you can't switch their food around like that, or else they get upset. And he got irritable bowel disease, IBS. I is that what that stands for? Yeah. Hmm. So he has to eat uh, this prescription dog food. The only thing he can eat is that and some good quality treats. So he has to have that for his uh, his two meals a day. Otherwise, he gets sick. So they had to give him home because he couldn't be a taste tester anymore. So now he lives with me. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know, I, I honestly, I thought, what a great idea that is, though, for them. It costs 100 bucks a month. See, I was going to say, what a you look at it now, it's like this is all a bit because you get this dog. You can't change the – you have to buy more food from them. Did you pay an adoption fee? No, no, no. Okay, Plus, they gave me like six uh, months of fruit, was, food when I got him. Good. You and worked that way. No, good. I just have to buy the food for him. Do you fine. have our attorney look this it's over? Good. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, Contracts good. are good. good. Good standing. Good. Yeah. and then, the, But, yeah, I mean, I spend a lot of time with my dogs, petting my dogs, playing with my dogs, just, you know, bonding with my dogs. They're definitely a hobby. Yeah. But it's at – so I could ask you this, so you, you're taking care of them, but it's only maybe because of the enjoyment you get out of it. Oh, yeah, I enjoy taking care of them. I enjoy my dogs. Yeah, because if they suddenly became barky or whatever, then maybe you would think about relocating them, uh, rehoming them, whatever the word is now. No. Nah. Well, I know, but some people would. But you can't yeah. do that with kids is what I'm saying. Yeah, I wouldn't, man. I would work with my dogs to correct whatever needed because they're smart and they'd be fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's I mean that's my number one hobby, and then after that is probably uh, wrestling, then horror movies in that order. Well, for oh, what I spend oh, time, I can't on. put them in order. Yeah, well, I can just in the the, the order the, the time I the most the time I spend on them. I spend the most time on my dogs, followed by uh, horror or wrestling, then horror movies in that order. Because I watch more wrestling than horror movies, and I, I obviously I'll go to wrestling shows. I don't go to horror movie conventions and stuff, but I'll say, go to a wrestling show. Could you do these hobbies without the use of a couch? I do all those hobbies thanks to my couch. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the endorsement? Yeah, Get I mean, one. Lazy you, boy, holler at him. Well, man, if we were in Colorado, I'd have endorsements coming out of my ears and, and uh, up, up, up my lungs. Yeah. Why is that? 
Oh, oh legal, yeah. Legal what states. am I thinking? Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's legal states. Yeah. Also things that make my hobbies possible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. But, you know, to, <laughs> I don't know if you've got anything to throw at me, but I was going to say to mention wrestling and not to talk about wrestling, but mm-hmm. without... And truly, because I, I look at the the path of lives and relationships that I've had, like what led me there. Uh, I have to say, without professional wrestling, there would not be a Rise Guys morning show. Yeah, yeah. Or, or after hours with the Rise Guys. Yeah, played a huge part. And again, it's something that look I've gotten paid to appear at wrestling shows plenty of times, but ultimately I've spent more money, way more money on wrestling than I'll ever make off of it. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, last week I bought sixty dollars worth of wrestling action figures, <laughs> and uh, this coming weekend there's a pay per view to watch. Yes. Yeah. It oh, costs yeah. money. Yeah. It's on Saturday? Sunday. Because oh. Memorial Day. Yeah, was, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They usually do them on Saturday, so you'll get to watch the Clemson-Georgia game, and then uh, Sunday you can watch pay-per-view and not have to worry about it. I think the only game you'll miss, like Florida State, Notre Dame, and you know Notre Dame can wipe floor with them. Clemson's three and Georgia's four. Something like that. The preseason, so that'll be a very good game. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a big-time game. It's going to show yeah. you who's who. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so Nine and I met through uh, wrestling message boards on uh, the internet and then met in person at a wrestling show mm-hmm. and then became uh, friends and, and went to wrestling shows together and then here we are. Yeah. So I baseball cards and wrestling. I have to say uh, hobbies that I have very fruitful situations from. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I met you. Yeah, wrestling's worked out well through, uh, <laughs> through throughout my life. A I lot can't of good be, things. I can't be too sweet. Yeah, you can't even though it is wrestling. Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> wrestling thing, throw them up. Thank you. Yeah, man. Um, What's the know. thing again? Horror what? Horror art. Horror art. Yeah, but yeah, man. I I mean, I also just enjoy. Uh, I enjoy sports in general as a hobby. Not like I have teams that I really root for. I mean, I love college football. I don't have a favorite team though. So it's totally just a hobby of mine to watch college football. Hey, you want to do that again? Where we you draw your team? Yeah, we, we used to do, do that. that at the beginning of every season. Yeah, we could do that. Okay. Yeah, put that on there. Yeah. I think there's got to be some limits on it, like, you know. A certain division. At least teams that come up and you can follow. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, if I got, like, I don't know, San Diego State, what's Uh, the point? Yeah. 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 Jackson State. Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. Nine's college team. Yeah, Nine would draw his college team out of a hat, and he had to support them all year. Mm -hmm. That was fun. One time he bought their their hat. I don't remember who it was. Hat's long gone. But you did, uh, you haven't in a long time, uh, you know, used to, to gamble on sports and did quite well. Yeah, yeah. So you got hoodooed. Yeah, now gambling's a thing that I think can be a hobby and also can uh, can can something you can make money off of, but I think it can also just kind of be a casual hobby. Mm-hmm. It's best as a casual hobby, so you're not trying to – if you try to turn gambling into a career choice, you're going to be get your arms cut off by the mob or something. Yeah. <laughs> At um, some point it gets to that. Okay, any anything else you draw out of me that you know of you want to ask me about? Uh, because I, I have my my newer. Yeah, throw it out there then. Throw one out. Well, I have two actually. I think I I, met, I really like uh, hiking. Yeah, you've I, been hiking a lot. But that's the benefit of that. It's a hobby only because I see uh, weight loss and and whatever from it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it just for the fun. Yeah. Because yeah. there's a pain from so, it, but yeah, it's a what, fun pain. What do you enjoy, like genuinely do, just out of sheer enjoyment, not because you get something out of it? Masturbating. Outside, no, I, just outside you, of that. Well, that you get out of it something intangible, just strictly enjoyment with no tangible benefit. I like drawing. Is he trying to sell them? No. Okay. No, no. Is that the goal to try to like have them in a museum or sell them? No, I just okay. like to doodle. Okay, good. And now I had that- to check. 
now that I've, you know, matured, I quit drawing penises all the time, and now I'm just drawing weird stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, somebody that I'm closely related to, my sister, asked me, like, what kind of drugs you on drawing that? And I'm like, I'm not. I'm just sitting here, like, doodling, yeah. and it's fun. That's, again, the way the Southern folk will, will unintentionally undermine and kind of and, and subliminally oh, discourage what you're doing what kind of drugs you don't doing that i'm like i just drew something and now it turns out i'm a drug addict yeah you know very rare is the hey that was really nice yeah it's, <laughs> you must be high okay so i'm joking it wasn't you, my sister you drunk <laughs> how much y'all be you drank it yeah yeah no but you, I, messed, you need to go doctor something i i've always <laughs> enjoyed that uh you know years ago i for a for uh, I thought I, I've done it for a long time. Yeah. But I gave someone a painting that I did, and I think it was looked at as kind of a joke. And I didn't mean it as a joke, though. Like mm -hmm. I really didn't. But I think that don't even have to attribute to who it was or anything. I think the subject of that painting made it seem like a joke. You think? I mean, it was. It was. Uh, it was. I, I, mm. See, now I have to say it was a painting of a very famous person. We can at least say that. A very famous person who's not allowed to be on Twitter anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So again, if what I had a painting of that, it was Trump. Yeah. If I had a painting yeah. of Trump, I'd take it as a joke. I wouldn't know how to take it besides a joke. But the person I gave it to was a, a supporter, and I thought it would be looked at as, hell yeah, man. Why didn't you put him atop a, a bald eagle? Yeah. At the time, too. Machine gun arms. A, a supporter of Trump wasn't like the, the, the definition wasn't the same as it is now. It was more lighthearted and fun then. Now it's more matter of life and death, and we're going to cuss people out and disown the family over this. Yeah. Back then it was more lighthearted, fun, fanciful. But I know that it didn't see that the way I draw and paint or whatever, I don't, I'm not trying to make it look like exactly like the person. Yeah, it's not like a character sort of. Not, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's me translating what I think this looks like through mm -hmm. my not very good drawing and painting techniques. Yeah. So it, that's kind of, you know, I wonder with like, not that I'm equating myself to them, certainly, but artists that are like, you know, you, the, the great ones of our time, did they sell their stuff or was this a treasure trove that was found after they died? And people are like, oh, my God, because yeah. the good ones died early. And, uh, you know, because nobody paints like they used to then. And I'm not being silly, but, you know, you see the Renoirs and all these, we can't paint that kind of details anymore. Mm hmm. But yeah, everything's just like really like sloppy, silly, but cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's just different styles for different times. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there's, there's some very intricate work being done. It's just not kind of the stuff we're into. Let me ask you a question. I can't say that I'm going to say uh, yes to this. Actually, you're going to say yes or no. Okay. And then I will reply with my yes or no. If there was a type of uh, horror art that mm -hmm. you wanted little old me to draw or paint for you yeah what would it be and i'll tell you if i think i could accomplish it i don't know off the top of my head man will you think about that let yeah, me know I'll on the know. next podcast yeah i'll think about it. i'll come up with something yeah because i can do pinhead yeah pinhead's fun i can do pinhead you do a good pinhead yeah. i can do do pinhead you heard what i said i yeah. sure will yeah oh man i think it'd be fun i want to make the wall I enjoy like, all my friends who paint and are visually artistic because, man, I've never had any kind of knack for visual arts whatsoever. Never. Not been my thing. Drawing, painting, any of that, I can't figure it out. It's not something that's for me. I don't have a steady hand for it. It's just not something that I do. Uh, I write like hell, though. 
Oh yeah, I mean that's a hobby of mine. I write, you know, just different. I just write stuff. It doesn't matter what. Different things all the time. A little bit here, a little bit there. We've been mo- working on a movie script for eighteen years. Yeah, off and on. Yeah, off and on. Yeah, and I want to write a. I, I approached one of our buddies about trying to write a horror movie together. Yeah, yeah. What did she say? He said, uh, "Yeah, that sounds like a great idea." Oh, yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, it would be hard. Anything that I would write would have to be like just something that, uh, you know, National Lampoons would probably uh, be part of or something. Mm-hmm. You know, I couldn't write any kind of like horrific horror. No, yeah, you could. You got it in you. I, I don't want it in me. You, you need it in you. It's already in you. I know the dark and the light, but still, I, I, I can't think of. Well, I, you could write some of the comedy you would write would be dark as hell. Why can't you just translate it to horror? You think I could write dark comedy? Yeah, I've, I've I've seen evidence of it. Don't reveal too much about the movie, Jimmy. I, I know, know it's been I eighteen years, but after twenty years, we lose the rights to it. Yeah, we do. Um, what other hobbies? Uh, man, I, I mean, that's that's really it. I mean, hiking. I mean. Uh, I don't. I feel the pressure now to have a bunch, but that's really about it. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it isn't about having necessarily a whole lot. It's about what you do because I do other little things here and there. I play some video games, not a whole lot of video games. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, it's just not something that. I do a whole lot. Um, I mean, you know, when a Grand Theft Auto or Red Dead yes. or something like that comes out, that'll some be of my masterpiece open world games that I can just casually play through. I love playing those, mm-hmm. and then otherwise I play a little bit here or there, yeah. but not a whole lot really. Yeah, when it comes to those online open world games, again, I don't like playing against the world, you know, because it's usually little teenage kids are talking crap and kicking my ass. I grew up a bored only child, man. When I want to play video games, it's because I don't want anything to do with anybody. I don't want to so you turn it into socialization. I grew up doing that in isolation. That's how I want it to be now. But that, yeah, well, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but that also, yeah, but you, you know, the. People think the interaction has to be face to face in in this time, but you know, there's people who've gamed against each other for years and never met. Yeah, people make good friends that way. It's just not my preferred style of game. No. I want to play by myself. Yeah, I, I want to see up, them get up and walk around. I, mean, I grew up an only child. I want to play by myself. It's what I know. Because oh, look, I love your uh, artwork back there. Oh, it's just uh, Mountain Dew bottles full of piss. Yeah, I you grew know. to enjoy playing that, that video game by myself. Is there or, talk of another Rockstar game anytime soon? Well, eventually, maybe 2025. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, it might be sooner, but probably 2025. They're, well, they're still making a billion dollars a year off GTA Five. If people would quit playing it, they'd get on the ball and make a new one. That, yeah. But people won't stop playing it. God bless, I man. Know. That's goes to our addictive nature, though, and how we just get hooked on things. Well, I'm kind of glad that, that it's been that way, because I'm kind of that's the only thing that would bring me back in would be a Rockstar game or a Red Dead uh, Redemption update yeah, or a new game. And Red Dead will probably be a long time, like at least till Seven, eight, ten years. God. Yeah, they do, man. Because people still play the hell out of that online. That's how they do. These games now last a decade between them. <laughs> I don't like it. I know. I got. I mean, at this point, I'm thinking, man, I might not get to play Grand Theft Auto 10 before I die of old age. You know, that's maybe why a lot of movies lately haven't done sequels, uh, because they realize, oh, why do we need to? We're sitting here making all this money off... Netflix renewals and stuff. But movies burn faster now. They, they're making less money and burning faster. Seems like they want to make more sequels. Yeah. More multi-picture deals. Yeah, that makes sense, too. Yeah. Yeah, but outside of that, I mean, I, you know, I, I take care of my... I like to cut my grass. I have to, but I like to do it, too. I like I like the riding the lawnmower part. That's a hobby. I love See, that. I don't like the weed eating and the push mowing and stuff, no. but I love the riding mower part. 
But is it? It's not for. It's 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 the. You get it, it. You're meditating in a sense. You don't realize it probably, but yeah. you're meditating. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. when you shower. Got my uh, my Odyssey brand earbuds in, blasting nice. some music, riding around on my mower, loud as hell. Yeah, but it's because you. Uh, I'll tell you, and this isn't a hobby; it's just an observation mm-hmm. that I don't like. And if anyone's listening that talks to me on the phone, don't hate on this. But uh, when I'm driving in the car, I don't like to have phone calls. I like to listen to music. Yeah, if I'm listening to music and somebody calls me, I cuss them before I answer or de- decline the call. Yeah. I get I get right upset. I'm, like, I'm trying to listen to my music and you call me in the middle of my music and I'm trying to listen. And I want to think. Like, I'm listening to the music, but I'm also, like, sidebar thinking. Well, I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I'm enjoying the drive until somebody calls me and makes me not enjoy it anymore. Mm-hmm. Thank God for caller ID. Mom. Uh, same. Always mom. Always. They have a way of knowing when I don't want to be called. But they're doing it because they care. But they have such a knack for calling it the moment you absolutely don't want anybody to call. Right. So good at that. When you almost think you're on a Truman Show type atmosphere. Nobody has a knack for calling when you're up to something or you just, not that you're up to something bad, just when you're doing something, you're enjoying yourself and you don't want to talk to anybody, then mom's going to call out of the blue every Mm -hmm. time. Could be driving down the road, even if it's not at the time you're usually in the car. It could be in the middle of a good movie at the house. They're going to call at an inopportune moment. They just have a knack for it. It's like how they say uh, uh, cats can smell cancer. Yeah. Moms can know when you're about to smoke a bowl or satisfy yourself. They know. They always Mm -hmm. do. Or they know right when you're driving. Right if you just lit one up, too. I'll tell you, don't do any of that at the same time while you're driving. No, no. Absolutely. Don't talk to your mom and drive. Absolutely not. Yeah. By the way, hold that thought for a minute. All right, here. Hot potato, back to you. Back to me, man. I'm out of hobbies, dude. Yeah, I. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I am too. I'm not going to sit here and forcefully make anything up. Uh, anything else would just be libations at yeah. this point. Yeah, I, I enjoy uh, drinking. I enjoy eating, and I, I enjoy cooking. I, yeah, I mean, I'm fine with it. I, I, I've thought about that, but I'm very particular. You know this mm-hmm. about how I cook. So if I'm preparing something for other people, they're not going to like it because I'm meat and potatoes, uh, yeah. meat and cheese only type. Yeah. So I'm good making my own food. Yeah, man. Most of what I eat is like just I'll make a vegetable or a couple vegetables and some kind of meat, and that's most of what I cook. That's most of what I like to eat. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, uh, 
not a hobby if you're eating it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what? You know what I mean. Oh. You know today's National Eating Out Day. Uh, eating Outside Day. Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. it's National South Carolina Day too. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. What? 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 What does that mean? Don't kill any Carolina wrens today. I guess it's a day to appreciate the iodine state. Yeah. Amen. Uh, and the radon state. Don't forget about that. Exactly. One. But yeah. yeah, I mean, you out of hobbies? I'm about out of hobbies. I'm I, out of hobbies. Dude. I don't have that many hobbies. I mean, I'm not. A, I, I like to go to music shows, concerts, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say that, I mean like where I can actually enjoy it. I don't like to go to big corporate events and big festivals and stuff. I don't enjoy those as much. I actually, we're going to see somebody play some damn music. Right. I don't want backing tracks. I don't want uh, to be able to hear the crowd singing along and not hear anybody on stage singing at all. I actually want to be able to enjoy the music. So I go to a lot of local band shows. That's why I don't go to wrestling uh, live anymore. Yeah. yeah. For those same very, the backing tracks. Yeah, plus that's made for TV. That's yeah. the thing about I mean, wrestling's better on TV because it's made for television. It isn't made for the live crowd. I was on a, a you know, me and my kid was in the audience at a TV show one time and uh, the show got canceled. We never even saw the episode, but uh, it sucked in yeah, person. Yeah, but it did. Yeah, we were just used... I bet it really sucks. Um, radio started as a hobby. That was wrestling. Wrestling, Matt, led over, bled over into radio. And then so that certainly was a hobby at first that turned into my trade. Yeah. So when the shit hits the fan and y'all need somebody to talk to and keep you laughing and tell you what's going on in wrestling, uh, Nine and I should be in your bunker. Yeah, we're good at that. Yeah. Think we're, about that. We're real good at that. And so you're putting yeah. your team together. You need somebody just to... Uh, the, the talk. Yeah. And Nine's bug out bag's amazing. It is. It's good. really awesome. Yeah, good stuff in there. Yeah, a couple severed heads, all yeah. kinds of stuff. My bog bag. Yeah. Jimmy, I enjoyed this. Man, I had a good time today. How would one contact you on social media? The easiest way to get in touch with me is my Snapchat, Nine from TRG. That's N-I-N-E from TRG. I get those. Uh, I check those. I don't often, if you send me uh, messages on Instagram or Twitter, I don't often check those. Did you turn yourself into a horse yesterday on there? I did. That was kind of cool. That's fun. You can hit me up. I usually uh, go with Instagram the most. At O-Matthew. That's O-H-M-A-F-F-E-W. Yeah, so that's the easiest way to get in touch with us. As always, we appreciate you listening. We'll be back again next week with another new episode right after Labor Day. I ain't tweaking nothing. Mm-mm. Thank you. Get out. Time to close the doors on another episode of After Hours with the Rise Guys. Subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Pass it around to your family and friends and other P1s. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 